Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, only in New York. Welcome to Only in New York. I'm Tracy Carnazzo. I'm Andrea Allen. I'm Hemda. And today it's just us. How you doing, everybody? Thriving. I'm good. I'm everything is really good. Everything's fine. Um, the great thing about New York City is no humidity whatsoever. People move here, they flock here. Uh, you know, just for like medical conditions. Like if you have asthma, this is really good for asthma. This is good for um any kind of like breathing problems, or you know, if you're really not into the heat, like it's good to come here because the thing about it being 75 in New York is it feels like it's 105. Oh my god, it's cat calling season too because everyone's naked now because it's so fucking hot okay there you are know, men hanging out question. of their cars yeah i have a question you say that everyone's naked i have seen many people posting on instagram people walking literally butt naked in the street really i yes. have not seen that yes people have posted on instagram like they're like you know there's like these outdoor cafes and then there's just a stark naked person and i'm like <laughs> what is that about I don't know, but I kind of love it. I feel like we've gone so crazy as a society that we're like, that's fine. <laughs> the cops are like, right, that's like, fine. I can't. That's the cops fine. are like, I'm too busy. <laughs> I do not care. And I think this is where we get. Do you remember uh, back in the day? I don't know what year it was. We should ask our producer. What year was um, legalization of riding the subway topless? Oh, wait, we don't have a producer. Um, do you remember that, though? Oh, was it like a response to like, I can show my tits too? Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember what year it was, but I feel like it was around 15 years ago. Does that sound right? That does sound about right. Yeah, because um, I remember thinking like, yeah, that's really good. But also I'm not doing that because when I parade around in a top, it's still you know, too much attention yeah. on the boobs. So now I'm just like, I'm the same as you. And I'm, I'm going to be the one to come out going like, look, this doesn't matter at all. Oh, yeah. You've got to have a death wish to decide to free the nipple on New York City public transport. Yeah, I always I always got really upset by that. Like, I I think that when you get on the subway, you should wrap yourself in something. Yeah, like even if I wear a sort of halter top thing that doesn't have much of a back, I, yes. I can't sit back on the train because right before I got on there, it was someone's home. So I'm not. Okay, I, yeah. I totally agree with you. Also, like if you're wearing like shorts or a skirt yeah. or a dress, like you can get a disease 
inside of you. Yeah. By Tracy, I think we made it clear that you can get a disease inside of you always in all ways. I can tell you how you can get a disease inside of you, no matter what situation, name a situation. I'll tell you how a disease will get inside. Yeah, we know you're not, not a doctor. We know. Every ex-boyfriend of mine was just a disease inside of me. Is that, that was, what you used to call them? Yes. I'm like, that, this year's disease, his name inside is of me. gone. That's your album title, The Disease Inside of Me. Oh, my God. It's also a crazy book <laughs> about your trauma. <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> you oh can use God. that. Thank um, you. <laughs> the Disease Inside of Me by Andrea oh, Allen. God. I kind of love that. Name. So look out for that in stores, whatever stores means. Yeah, who knows? Look, there's going to be naked people reading on the street in 2025 when we fully give up. I, know, I think but we're slipping into insanity as a society. Everything's fine. I think that, so if the three of us wrote a book, right, called The Disease Inside of Me, I think mm-hmm. it would be three very different takes on that title, though. Yeah. Like, Andrea's would be a list of past lovers. Yeah. I um, would talk about the actual diseases that could get inside of me and the fear of them. And Hamza, you could write about your tumor. Oh, right. I had that. I I was thinking I could just make, you know, friends with all the things that are crawling on me. (laughs) Like the, I mean, there's a lot of things crawling. Hamza, you need to shower. You need to shower. It's bacteria and you need to shower. Yeah. (laughs) I just like grossing you guys out. You're like, the disease is on me. Oops. Well, I mean, think, speaking of the disease inside of you, you both grew up in New York City, so you've had the disease inside of you since birth, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but we haven't really gone too far into both of your origin stories. I mean, yeah. I definitely think we've gone here and there, but like, I would love to dive in to Tracy's only in New York origin story. Obviously, we can't ask you why you moved here, you can't. but like, where did you grow up? All that stuff. Like, I'm really curious to know. So what was what neighborhood did you officially grow up in in New York City? So my official hometown is Forest Hills, New York. Okay. Um, home of Geraldine Ferrara. Oh, I'm not familiar. <laughs> the first woman who ever ran for vice president. I think ah. it was '84. Uh, We're still hoping for a woman in office, but yeah, was, I, mean, I thought that was my year. I thought the year <laughs> that I was born. I was like, I came out, um, and I was hoping for it. And Geraldine. <laughs> I love saying things like first woman. I'm like, we're still doing that. We're yeah, we're, oh. <laughs> oh my God. Can I tell you something? I am so, while we're on this subject, this is actually perfect because I, um, I just graduated from college. It's not a big yeah. deal. Mazel. I mean, listen, did I graduate with a 4.0 GPA? Question mark. Uh, actually, just kidding. Yes, I did. Exclamation but point. I am. I'm so sorry that that's what we expect of you. So we're like, yeah, Tracy, we know. I will tell you that um, I was talking about that with my therapist and she was like, do you get it? Like people expect that you're going to do all the things because you do do all the things. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah." I was like, I'm not even like mad. I don't need like a parade. We all need parades. What's wrong with you? Not for that though. I would rather have like a cheese parade. Oh, well, okay. We didn't say what kind of parade. You yeah, now we're talking parade. cheese parades. What the fuck's going on here? <laughs> yeah, like a nice charcuterie coming down the road yes. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh. I'm so into that. Just no pork. But um, I'm By totally the way, into that. I know I say that word wrong, and I, I love it. I love charcuterie. Yeah, <laughs> no, charcuterie. I, I knew what you were saying, though. <laughs> that's the, good enough. The other word that's like that is uh, decollage. 
Is that decoupage? Ah. No no one knows. See what I mean? No one knows what that. Like, I know it's my chest area. I know that it's from my neck to, I know exactly where that is. That, let me, let me give you a definition. That's mm-hmm. where I have all of my uh, sun marks, right? From, from being uh-huh. out of the sun. And I went to the dermatologist and she, I said to her, oh, are these like sunspots? And she's like, um, we actually call them age spots. Oh, what? good. Why? And I was like, they're from the sun, right? And she's like, sure. You're like, those are actually death marks. And you're like, yeah. good. Yeah, they're from you being very, very old and dying soon. Excuse me, doctor. There's a lot going on. Could we name things? Never went back to her again. Yeah, I don't. We all know everything is an age thing. Like eventually, it's an age thing. It's like you're you're falling apart. You know that, right? And you're like, "Yep." And they're like, "Okay, nothing we can do about it." And you're like, "Mm, "Sounds good." Do you want to take Advil? Perfect. Great. Exactly. That was the dermatologist appointment. And I've talked about this many times in my life where I stood there naked so that they could examine my body for a checkup. And yeah. then uh, as I stood there naked, which is pretty terrifying to stand up naked yeah, while someone weird. checks out every part of your body. And then she goes, do you mind if I bring the resident in? Aww. And I go, no, that's fine. That's great. Let's make me a group project. And he came in and he was a young guy. And let me tell you something. He was very judgy. Really? He was like, oh, what's that? And I'm like, I what? I don't know. What's that on you? Yeah. Well, they, I, they heard that you're not not a doctor. So I think you were getting your final yeah. test. <laughs> he comes in and he goes like, oh, shit. And you're like, yeah. great. And I I've had that. Just, yes. I, well, I've yeah, had you someone. You a tumor the size of a football in your chest. But they don't look ahead of time. The disease so inside of you. <laughs> yes. inside of you. Yeah. I've gone to the doctor and he puts the, the um, x-ray up and, and lights it and goes, oh my. And I'm like, hmm, maybe you should At least that's an that. x-ray. At least it's a picture of you and not your actual body. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is going really good with me. Um, yeah. So you were raised in Forest Hills. I was raised yeah. in Forest Hills. Uh, oh, so this is what I wanted to tell you. So um, my college. So I just finished and I uh, graduated. And my last class that I took was a history class. Mm. And I did my paper on the woman's suffrage movement and the passing of the 19th Amendment. Mm. And, you know, obviously, like, that's when uh, women got voting rights, right? 1920. That's when women could vote. No? Yeah. White women. Oh, Oh, white yeah. women could vote and like yeah. sort of. Yeah. I'm like, like on their husband's behalf, like in a petticoat or <laughs> right. some shit. It's always like you got rights. And it was like, did I? If you had enough money. If yeah. you had enough money. And I'm yeah. like, uh, so if I am not mistaken, black women got the right to vote around 1965. Like last year, right? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't not last year. <gasps> oh, we were almost right. alive. Yeah. 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 It, all the stuff that's happening with race, saying stuff that's happening is such a goofy way of putting it, but that's how I'm going to put it. Um, it's like, we're, we're acting like, I can't even believe this is the case when it's like, how have you had your head in, in your ass this hard? But on a systemic level, I've been learning about like the types of prejudices that are just like, we're just been like letting this yeah. fly. Yeah, this we just thing. Yeah. This is the new reason that Andrea has not slept in a week. Like oh she God. can't. I understand fast. that though. I got to yeah. tell you, I really understand that because it is so uh, like the things, even, even just watching Instagram posts. Right. And like people are opening our eyes to things that yeah. have been going on with black people for 
ever. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, 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 no. That, that's probably somewhere else, right? That would be crazy. That would, that would be insane. And uh, here we are. And there I was just doing a paper on this just recently. And um, I was like, oh, this is like real. Uh, history affects us. Yeah. And history also, as you get older, realize, you realize history wasn't that long ago. <laughs> no. And it keeps happening because, oh, yeah. there goes history. We just did that. We didn't yeah. learn from it, Hamda. We're, on, we're in a capital H history moment right now, though. I feel well, very historical in this year, particularly. Well, the problem is we keep getting an F, so then we have to go back again. Oh, well, God. speaking of history, I, uh, I come from Forest Hills. Yes. And Forest Hills has a very beautiful history. Uh, so it is the home of Geraldine Ferrara. It is also the home of Ray Romano. Oh, really? Yes. Ray Romano grew up a pile uh, of pizza dough. He's, he's actually, speaking of pizza dough, we shared the same favorite pizzeria that got sold two years ago. Oh. And uh, I think that me and Ray's heart broke uh, at the exact same time. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, Lillian's Pizzeria in Forest Hills. It was in the residential section uh, on like 69th Street, uh, between like Harrow and Groton. And it was just, they sold it. They sold it. They claimed they sold it to family. They did not sell it to family and they didn't keep the recipes. It's very upsetting. Uh, but you I'm know. so sorry for your loss. That's really Thank tough. You. Thank you. I'm also I... gluten-free now, so it doesn't Ugh, really matter. I can't when you say that every single time. I'm, I'm so sorry. sorry. I know. It's, it's, it's painful. Yeah. That's the disease inside of me. <laughs> is Forest Hills Italian? Is it Greek? What's the No. What's so the Forest makeup? Hills is kind of like, can I say waspy? Yeah. Is yeah. it? I thought it was Jewish. Maybe just because. Okay, so some of Forest Hills is Jewish. So okay. Forest Hills has the Great Divide. Uh, oh. The Great Divide is Queens Boulevard. Okay. okay. So there's one part of. Uh, By the Forest- way, Queens Boulevard, a.k.a. the Boulevard of Death. The Boulevard of Death. Why? No, what? Why? No oh, yeah. Give me something else. To That's what it's called. Of. What? No, a while ago. So this this is like a 10 lane, like very broad. You really yeah. have to start going as soon as it turns green type of sure. thing. Wait, how uh, did, did you used to live near Queens Boulevard in yes. Briarwood? Okay, yes. I remember this. Yeah, this I is where the, the courthouse is on Queens Boulevard. Yeah, they're, it's a crazy huge road. Yeah, okay. yes. So what was happening is before all those guards came up where you couldn't cross anywhere, people were crossing anywhere and like old people couldn't make it across. They were being mowed down. And like you, you start running across and you, you got killed so, so many people got killed yes. they legit it was like put Frogger. a yes they put a sign that said boulevard of death yes wait I'm that sorry. is the, that is a true story pause the podcast people were trying to cross that thing well i mean how are you going to get from forest hills to forest hills <laughs> or rego park to rego park you're or right, gardens you're right. To gardens i mean you have to <laughs> so wait i'm sorry the city planning was like we're gonna have yes. a gigantic highway in the middle there's going to be no right. way to get up <laughs> well here's the thing we're going to have a, a, a 10 lane road right and yes. we're going to make the the walk symbol two seconds max yeah. <laughs> yes and whatever happens happens and not only that it's the hub like around where yeah there's like now stuff. it's it's not only a hub for like everybody going through it's also a hub for getting off the train and getting mm-hmm. on a bus sure. so if you miss the bus you start racing across the street because you can <laughs> catch it at the next thing i ran i used to miss the bus and the next one was like around the corner but it's a jog so the bus has to go make this giant u-turn you're just like looking back and racing the bus to the oh next one. Oh my god <laughs> oh my god yeah, i did could... not realize people tried to cross that that's insane. what a marketing campaign right the boulevard of death <laughs> 
I wonder if they had an Instagram. It's kind of, it's kind of like a symbol for all of New York City. Like New York City is the boulevard of death. <laughs> it's a and metaphor. Like weaving between traffic. Also, Old if, people are dying everywhere. If you were a fan of Entourage, you know that the movie that was made within the show of Entourage was called Queens Boulevard. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. It extends from... Um, Manhattan, right outside the 59th Street Bridge, right outside where you are, Andrea, and I am. Yes, yes. And it goes all the way through um, Queens into uh, dips in Brooklyn for a second, but it goes almost to Long Island, right? It doesn't dip in Brooklyn. Where in Brooklyn is Queens well, Boulevard? Well, I guess you could take the BQE, the Brooklyn Queens Expressway, right on Queens Boulevard at That's some point. That's still Sunnyside, though. Okay. It's the yeah, disease so it goes- inside all of us. <laughs> it's, it is the disease. It's the disease, disease outside. So I, um, I grew up in Forest Hills. So uh, Forest Hills is divided by Queens Boulevard. And on mm-hmm. one side, um, which is, I don't even know if it's the north or south side, whatever. Um, I live on the side where Metropolitan Avenue is. Metropolitan Avenue is also a street that runs from Queens to Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Almost everywhere that I've lived in New York has been just a step away from Metropolitan Avenue. Yeah, so it that's is always kind of, kind of around. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the bane of my life. Yeah. So Forest Hills is a really interesting area because it's still very city, but very, very family, right? It, and It's very suburban. From, yeah. yeah it's, it's but it's pretty like, different. It's the most city you could be still being suburban. So people like me who lived in the neighborhood, I, I lived like two neighborhoods over. My boyfriend grew up in Corona. We all, because our families were like, you can't go into the city, that's a big deal. Forest Hills became our city. Sure, it's so, a little bit of a, it's, it's, it has a town feel. Um, uh-huh. And then also, then there's the Austin theaters. Street. Right, so then Austin Street is kind of like the the fake Manhattan for us. So yeah, it's like a Steinway street. Yes, yes, exactly. So, you know, we Love have fake cities. We have the gap. Uh huh. We have banana Republic outlet. Yeah. 12, um, different drug stores. Uno theater. There's like, Uno. There were like three movie theaters all within there like, used to be. now there's just one, but it was the, one of the bigger movie theaters. So if you were going to the movies, it's probably there. So right. I used to and be it's like, right by the train, the train. Also, it goes, uh, the Long Island Railroad is right there. Um, the buses go there and uh, the E and the F. So this was kind of like your private little city that you grew up in, like your whole world was within Forest Hills. Yeah, sort of. When I was younger, um, I think that I kind of didn't really know much outside of Forest Hills. Yeah. You know, all your friends live like a few blocks away from you. And I went to yeah. the local school here and, you know, we had, I, I went to Catholic school. I went to Our Lady of Mercy uh, for grade school and we had, uh, I can't it, with these Catholic school names. I, I know. Cannot. We had 25 people in my class and I had the same, for the most part, 25 people in my class my whole life. That's mm. so, that's like more quaint than my, where I grew up and you're in New York City. It's mm-hmm. so and we only had one of each class. Really? Yeah, we had one of each grade. So if you don't like someone in your grade, which I don't know if you guys know this, but I might not have liked anyone in my class. Um, I, you, you're, that's too bad because you're going to have to spend the next, uh, I don't know, eight years of your life with them. So yeah, so what was in. all the scrapping in school that was going on with you? Because uh, these stories are... That was more in high school. Okay. So yeah. what, what started that? Um, I don't know. I guess just like going out, you know, 
in, in grade school, I don't think anyone fought because again, you have to see these people every day yeah. for the next 10 years. So, I mean, you know, you better figure it out. Um, but then when you, when I went to public school and then also when I went to high school, it's like, there's people from other neighborhoods and it's more people. And it's like, you know, so then there's like the turf wars and, you know, these girls Isn't like, want- we're the, we're the forest Hills gals. See, forest got, like, Hills, changed. not so much, but then when I went to high school, I started spending more time in Howard Beach and yes. Howard Beach, which, you know, we've talked about a lot on this podcast is a very Italian neighborhood. Yeah. And it's very saucy and it's very <laughs> territorial. So they don't uh-huh. want you coming. And I was an outsider. They did not want me. And they okay. made it very clear that um, overall they did not want me. And you know what? Looking back, I am so glad that sure. they did not want me because the more you fit in there, the more you have to wonder. Garbage people. I try not to talk about like entire places like this, but Howard Beach. Ugh. Yeah, it's very different. Like people's, you know, Nazis. Well, yeah, you think you think um, in general, like well, you can't like even Forest Hills discriminatory. (laughs) Even in Forest Hills, like you asked me what kind of neighborhood is it, and it's like, yeah, it is a little bit Jewish, and um, it is a little bit Italian. It's not really too Italian. Like, like there's like a few blocks of Italians. Yeah, but it's not overly anything. Yeah. Okay. So like truly a melting pot. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about a melting pot because it wasn't too diverse. Mm, okay, you a know, white was, melting pot. It was it was a white melting pot. A of, white pizza. It was a white cheddar with a mozzarella. Uh-huh. It was it was a, a Mediterranean sure um, sure melting sure. pot. Uh-huh. Yes, uh-huh. exactly. So people I, people and were, by Mediterranean I mean Irish people and, <laughs> and English. Maybe, maybe people were off white sometimes. Yeah, there were. So, I mean, there was like a few blocks of Asian people, but again, it wasn't like very very diverse. Okay, um, and then you know, when you go into Howard beach, it's like, it, it's Italian. Yeah. That's We're it. Italian. It's Italian. We're Italian. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's where the difference is on that. So I grew up there in forest Hills and forest Hills also has another section of it called the forest Hills gardens, which is a private area, which is where I got the boot. If you guys listen to yes. the podcast, uh, I think it was last week I got my car booted. Yeah. It's so, so beautiful. It's crazy how beautiful that area is. Yeah, it's it's very nice, but it's, you know, there's a lot of rules. There's like four colors that you could paint your house because that's the only ones that are approved by the Forest Hills Gardens Committee. Uh, you can't have a pool. You can't have like certain things. You can't put I didn't know up. that. Oh, yeah. Wow. No, it's a, it's literally a private community. Oh, yeah. what's the point? Like you have all that money and someone's telling you. It, yeah, right. Well, that's the whole thing. It's like if you have a few million dollars for a house and the backyards are very small. Yeah, they are. Million, they take up all the land. The, the, it's the just house. a house. Yeah. yeah. If I had a few million, like I want land. I want a pool. I want privacy and you get none of that. But you are steps away from the Long Island Railroad, which brings you to Manhattan in 12 minutes. Yeah, I see that. So it's like you have your perfect, like, you know, picket fence existence. Right. Well, and, there's no know. fences because remember, you're not allowed to do that as per the Forest Hills Gardens <laughs> Committee. Um, but you do have, um, you know, it's like an English village. That's basically what the Forest God. Hills Gardens is. Anything with committees is always bad news bears. And oh, I yeah. grew up in many places with committees and I was always getting in trouble with the committees. Yes. Because the disease was, inside of you. Because of the disease inside of me. They I don't- was going to say, are we calling bars committees now? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I grew up, I grew up. In- All the bartenders wouldn't let me in anymore <laughs> because I sexually harassed a gay guy. Oh, Whatever. Whatever. He wanted it. Um, so glad you, know. you don't drink anymore. 
I know. God, can you, I'd be dead in this pandemic if I drank. But um, mm. I, I grew up it, like in, in the neighborhood that I grew up in Vancouver, which is called Shaughnessy. Um, it's uh, it's very, very similar in that like if someone came in with a new house and it was like modern seeming, everyone would be freaking oh, out. Oh, yeah. Like, no, you can't do aesthetic. that. That's the whole thing. Yeah. I understand that because you that's that's where they do. They all of your alterations have to be approved. Yeah. Like it is not because again, it's like they're trying to keep a certain historical value to the town. So now yeah. I moved, um, I've moved other places, but my, my basic, uh, next move from yeah. my parents' house was to my own apartment in Forest Hills, which was, mm-hmm. yeah, wow. I mean, was like seven to eight blocks away. So it was a pretty big move. Um, but by yourself, it was solo. Um, it was a studio apartment. It was like about 300 square feet mm. and it was one room. So basically picture a square yes. with a bathroom off of the side of it. Right. <laughs> and in one corner of the square was a countertop, which had a, a stove, right. An oven yeah. and a fridge end of kitchen. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Then um, I created an area for my bed. Mm-hmm. And then I used this. The greatest part about having a studio is that I had a nightstand that doubled as my end table for my couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I lived in one of these studios too. And one of the funniest things about that is like, you're like, especially when you have a, like a guy over or someone who you're going to hook up with and you're like, let's take it to the bedroom. And then you walk like you're one like, nope. foot. Nope. Here we are. We're already in the bedroom. Um, it, a lot of times it does make sense until someone comes over and you're like, right, you want to climb my ladder? I, right. <laughs> I, really, I really thought this loft situation was cool until this moment. Right. Until, until you're like, do you oh, wanna... I'm adult. Yeah. <laughs> do you like climbing ladders? Cool. Okay, Should I so... go first? Can, can, uh... <laughs> so I have this studio apartment, which is my queen size bed, right? Mm-hmm. And then like a pretty big love seat. And that's the entire apartment. I loved it. I recreated it. I pretended that I was living in my bedroom. I mean, I had a great time there. Yeah. Um, and I, I subletted it from this guy who was an Italian guy and he bought the apartment, uh, years ago when he was very young for a very, very small amount of money. Mm -hmm. He was probably like in his forties and he was married and he had like a 10 or 12 year old son. Right. Mm. So I sublet from him. Uh, His father had been, he lived there and then his uh, girlfriend moved in and then they, when they got married, they moved out. Okay. And then his parents had gotten divorced and his father moved in. Oh, okay. And then, uh, I was renting it after his father had moved out. Is this Italian stuff, by the way, the like parents living in, moving in and out? Like basically because when he moved out, he moved into his mother, his wife's parents' house. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, shit's off. Shit's a problem. Let me move into my mom's house. And I'm like, what? That's that is very Italian. So now he lives with his wife's mom and his kid and his wife. Great. I'm not allowed to have this guy's phone number. So he's like, if you need to communicate with me, you have to communicate through my wife. Also, this is a co-op. And I'm like, okay, no problem. So the super um, is a friend, a, a, a childhood friend of mine. It's his dad. Okay. Right. Um, and he's the only way guy. to get an apartment in New York. The super is a friend of your dad. Right. So, yeah. so happy. Yeah. It just so happened that I knew the super whatever. So I move in and I start having some problems with the wall. There was a leak in the wall because the bricks weren't pointed properly. So there was a leak. And now when you have a leak in your wall and you live in a studio apartment, 
You have a leak in every room of your house. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, Mike, you got to fix the leak. You got to fix the leak. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. So finally I go to the super and I'm like, the wall needs to be fixed. Like this is a, a problem. And he's like, tell the board. So I tell the board oh. and the board is like, who are you? Oh. Oh, because you're probably not allowed to sublet, right? Sure. And they're like, who are you? And I was like, I'm Tracy. I'm me. I've lived here for years. I've lived there Oh, now. you doubled down. Yeah. I've lived here for years. Up. You fucked up. And they're like, BRB, we'll get back to you. So oh. then I get um, a call from my landlord. Now, remember, I'm not allowed to have his phone number. So he's calling me from private numbers. Mm-hmm. And he's telling me like... Um, you know, if anyone asked, you're my girlfriend and I keep you in this apartment because I'm cheating on my wife. And, I, <laughs> and I'm like, who am I? Who am I telling this to? I like I'm not even surprised by this a little bit. It's like outside of New York, you'd be like, wait, I'm sorry. Your landlord is like faking and telling you to like pretend that you're cheating. He's cheating on his wife. And I'm like, I a thousand percent believe this. Right. But also, but also I love that this story, the landlord was like, okay, let's best case scenario this. I'm cheating on my wife. You're my girlfriend. Like it's right. And and the co-op is acting like a moral police. Like we can't have outsiders. And it's like, no, this is. No, no, don't worry. That's my gumada. That's my gumada. Don't worry about it. Okay. So now. (laughs) No, I don't respect the woman I love. That's fine. We're all fine with that. I am dirt. But yeah. don't worry about it because I just keep her in my apartment. Now, uh, there's like so many things, there's so many things about this apartment. We're actually, I, I don't know if I'm even going to get to all of my stories. Mm. We're going to have to make this a two-part series. Okay. Um, so what happens is uh, they go on like a witch hunt for me because now I'm his girlfriend. Oh, like the, the, his wife is going Not on Not his hunt? wife, but the, the, the board of the co-op. <laughs> So they do turn into the moral police. So now, right. So now I'm like, they're like, is, is he your boyfriend? I'm like, what? Yes. I love him. What? Oh my God. And I don't know what I'm supposed to say because what happened was he wasn't supposed to have me go in unless he got approved by the board and the application fee is $1,500. I see. So he tells me, I require you now to pay me $1,500 because we're going to see if you get approved. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it's I'm also not, like, but you're already in. I was like, I'm not going to do that um, because I don't have $1,500 and I am not doing that, like not even a little bit. Also, here's the other thing. He used to make me pay him in cash. Mm. Oh, shit. He had the key to my mailbox and he would use the key. I would have to put the cash in the mailbox and then he would use the key and go in the mailbox. Now, yeah, that's uh, safe. Mm-hmm. You guys uh, probably know Gabrielle. She was the co-host of my podcast, Teen Mom Trash Talk. Yes. And she is a very, very close family friend of ours. So we always say that we're cousins, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so he knew her dad from, they grew up together. And he saw that Gabrielle sent me a, a birthday card. Okay. And he approached Gabrielle's father and was like, your daughter knows my tenant. And what? he's like, yeah, like, you know, that's like my niece, you know? That's my fake niece. So now the, my landlord is going after Gabrielle's family, her cousin's family, because Wait, what? what, because what happened was I was like, I'm not paying the $1,500. Yeah. I'm not yeah. doing it. So he started coming to my house in the middle of the night, like <sighs> one, two o'clock in the morning and knocking on my door. And I would not answer the door because I'm sleeping and this is crazy. Yeah. 
stand outside my door and I would just watch him standing outside my door from the peephole. Oh my God. What was he, what was his demands? He wanted the $1,500 for the application. So and, now and I, I, and I have him, it more at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I don't know. So I guess he was trying to like catch me home. So now he's telling me I have to. Um, so now I'm like, I'm not paying you cash anymore. I'll mm. pay you in a check made out to cash, but I will not pay you cash anymore. And yeah. he's like, you have to. I was like, I don't have to. So I started leaving him checks. I didn't even fill out what it's made out to. I would just leave him a check just so I had a record that I yeah. was paying him and he refused to cash the checks. So now he started going after following Gabrielle's family, um, her cousin's family, who I was very close friends with too, what? and telling them, your niece has to pay me cash. And they're like, uh, and they're like, who? Need who? Yeah. They're like, we don't even really know her. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> At going to like their place of business and harassing them, harassing this guy's me. insane. And I kept telling him, if you want your money, all you have to do is write cash on the check and it's yours. I'm not going to fight it. Just is it because he didn't want to pay taxes on it. Yeah. It's all about this. Okay. So now yeah. I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? Um, and I end up moving out. Mm -hmm. I end up moving out. And I, uh, that's when I got this place because I was literally Why? bad vibes. Was it, the, was it the lead? Was it the stock? Okay. Well, here's the other was thing. Was it your whole mistress? Or? Was it your whole co-op thinking that you're a piece of well, shit? So funny story about the co-op. So there was this older woman on the co-op board who claims she grew up with my mother. My mother does not know this woman at all. Uh -huh. And she told the board I grew up with her mother and she is not his girlfriend. And I'm going to tell you for, I know for a fact that that's not his girlfriend. So right before I, I love I, that these are adult conversations. Like yeah. I know he is, I knew her mother from the old girl. neighborhood. Right. So I knock on her door before I leave. And I'm like, it was this older woman. She was like, I don't know, maybe like in her late sixties, early seventies. And I'm mm. like, do you know who I am? Yeah. She was like, um, I was like, I'm Mike's girlfriend. I was like, do you think it's fun to lie to, about my life to people? I was like, I was having sex with Mike cause I was his girlfriend and he was keeping me in this apartment. Do you like lying to people? I was like, do you know me? She's like, I never said anything. I was like, I take know my name said. out of your yeah. face. Bitch. Exactly. I, I was like, I just did it to like, you know, for a final. And I remember, and then I was like, my mom was waiting downstairs. I was like, okay, we can go now. But I love take my take my name out of your fucking mouth. Is that Italian? <laughs> that, very Italian. Oh, there's just something so fun about that. It's so just, now, yeah. Let me it's tell great. you. Uh, it's funny that you said bad vibes, right? Mm -hmm. So now remember, I know the super here at this apartment, and he tells me all the time, Tracy, don't go out on your fire escape. Okay. Just randomly, he would just see me in the hallway and be like, "Hey, Tracy, how are you? Don't go on the fire escape." Were you going out onto your fire escape? Nope. I am way too scared to go out on any fire escape. I've never even been out on any fire escape that I've ever had. Mm. Um, and I was That's like, how Andrea comes back in after a night. Yeah. <laughs> I've broken into my own apartment via fire well, escape. Well, see, like maybe for an emergency, but I'm not hanging on yeah, sure, fire. Sure. First of all, I also live on the fourth floor at this point. Like I'm not yeah. dangling. Okay. So now he keeps telling me this and I'm like, that's just such a weird thing uh, to keep saying. Yeah. I find out from a friend of a friend that his dad used to live in the apartment. And then all of a sudden the apartment was vacant. No. So now, uh, Coincidentally, no. the girl that lives right next door to me in this apartment, uh, she was a year younger than me in our school. Mm -hmm. And she is like, um, she's like, I remember the day it happened. I'm like, what? 
Is this how she starts a story? Yeah. So I'm like, Tracy's what? like, take your mouth, your name out of my fucking mouth. And she's like, I remember the day. <laughs> I remember the day it happened. She was an old uh, tree. No, I'm kidding. Uh-huh. <laughs> she was an old wise tree. And I was like, what happened? She's like, I remember uh, looking out my window and seeing his dad out on the fire escape. And then all of a sudden he jumped and I watched <gasps> him splatter onto the floor. Oh this- my God. God, this chick needs a lesson in storytelling <laughs> because she is the best and the worst at it at the right. same time. And like I, I appreciate it. getting to the point, but a little buffer. Right. So now I mentioned, I'm like, wait a minute. So now I ask Gabrielle's family. I'm like, did he? And they're like, oh, that's the apartment. Yeah. Okay. It's all making sense now. Oh, you live in Deathland. Right. So now yada, yada, yada. I move out. But remember this now before I move out. Um, there's an election and I'm going to tell you, I have two election stories and I'll tell another one another time, but this is Mm. the election story that actually has to do with this apartment. Um, this is the election, uh, Anthony Weiner. Oh my God. Oh, New York city legendary character. Yes, He's running for office and this is, he got caught a few times. His name was Carlos danger and he was on some, uh, some sites, some dating sites, some dating apps. He got caught so much. Okay, so after the first time he got caught, now, Anthony Weiner- He got caught while they were doing a documentary Mm -hmm. about him. Yeah. Yeah. The camera's in his face, and he's like, what did I do? I'm sexting a 15-year-old. Oh, So now, Anthony Weiner and I have a very long history together because he actually spoke at my graduation. Um, He spoke at my high school graduation and he spoke at my uh, junior high school graduation. So me and Anthony, very, very close for many years. How did what? this guy, why, how is this guy a person? Is he's, that a fair question? He's got well, like the best PR because who is booking him like the worst? Because he also went to jail for a little while. So now he lived in the neighborhood. He is from Forest Hills and he lived at, uh, I think it was one ass can Avenue, which is a corner apartment building. Every time is, are we in a simulation? <laughs> Hi, I'm Anthony Weiner. I live on ass can Avenue. I'm, I'm totally not a pedophile. Why would you say that? Ass can? No problem. I so live on I, kid fuck Boulevard, but nothing to look into here i never saw that the ass can i'm like yeah ass can i'm i never yeah. put that together a-s-c-a-n so i um so he was on kid diddle boulevard and <laughs> very appropriate so i'm like okay um anthony weiner is in the neighborhood i know him right i don't know him but he spoke at both my graduations whatever it's funny because he's out there like we don't really know the depth of his uh, accusations yet. yeah sure so he's running for office again. So mm. obviously it wasn't too crazy, the allegations yet. And I get a phone call one day. I get a Facebook message from uh, some girl and she asked me if she can call me about the Anthony Weiner campaign. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, sure. Ugh, right. They're going to tell me to vote for him. I'm going to be mm-hmm. like, I don't know, maybe. So she's like, you know, I was wondering if we could have a little bit of a mixer at your place. With Anthony Weiner and some of your working class friends. I see that you're friends with some teachers, some police officers, some firemen, some civil servants, some sanitation workers. And do you think we could have a little bit of a mixer? And I was like, I have a studio apartment. We would all have to sit on my bed. And she was like, that's fine. What? What? Uh, This is in 2000 11-ish, I think. That's when it was. Yeah. So I'm like, 
you know what? This might be a funny story. Yeah. Sure. Like for the bit, you've got to be like Anthony Weeder and a, and a sanitation. Just laid on my bed with me. Eating cheese on my bed. Right. There were, there was past hors d'oeuvres. They were just passing it to each other. Um, so yeah, so I, I agreed to this whole thing and then they asked if they could invite some people. And then I was like, okay, so I can't do this like inside of my house. I literally cannot hold that many people. So I was like, what about if we do it in my mom's backyard? We could have like a soiree. Mm. So they agreed to that. And then ultimately it got canceled by the campaign, uh, because he got caught doing more things. Oh my God. But I almost had an Anthony Weiner. Par- I almost had a Weiner party. <laughs> but also like, I didn't, I didn't. That's so insane. Okay, I you didn't... have to. You, if you had a party and didn't take a picture of him holding a hot dog. I yeah. I mean, I what else are you gonna do? I can't believe that it didn't happen. I was so pumped for this party. My mother was like, "This is not a normal amount of excited." Were Were you excited because it's like, oh, I'm I'm a, a woman about town with politics? No, I was excited because this was gonna be hilarious, and I yeah. was gonna ask him at the party in front of everyone about what was really going on. Yeah, I would love to see you with like a, a, pol- a political figure like this because they're <laughs> they're looking at you like Carlos Danger. Exactly. Like she's some queen's broad. She loves blue collar guys. Right. She, look at look at her Facebook. That's also so interesting that they like researched your social circle enough to be like Let's these these fucking uh, forgot. Uh, I'm sure that I had some kind of inappropriate Facebook status about him what they searched. Yeah, know, I'm sure something like that happened. I don't remember. This was, you know, quite a while ago. But oh man, this close, this close. Oh me and God. Wiener in bed with a garbage man. Oh <laughs> with a dead man's ghost hanging above you. Yeah. Suicide. Yeah. That is wild. Right? So that's that was my first apartment in New York City. <laughs> Forest Hills. Look you, it up. You do not <laughs> disappoint, Tracy. Holy shit. Thank you so much. I really <laughs> appreciate it. Did you ever that. hear from that guy after you moved out? Did he stop? Like, do you know whatever? He sent me a cease and desist letter because he refused to, um, not a cease and desist, but he sent me a a lawsuit, but it was like a fake lawsuit. It was like on his, you ever like pretend to sue someone and you type up a letter on like fake letterhead? Yes. (laughs) So what he did was like, I guess he had a friend that worked at the local real estate and they sent me a typed letter and it was like, you must pay the back rent. And I was like, he can cash the checks. Yeah. He has yeah. blank checks of mine that he can literally cash. I'm not going to protest it. My rent was $950 a month. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah. You can cash it. Um, and he sent me like That's this fake- so much, by the way. Do you think it is for a, but, a studio yeah, apartment what by myself? You, what? what year was this? This wasn't that that long ago. I moved out um, in 2013. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I thought it was more like to like in the early 2000s no okay so have you, yeah that's that. great have you only lived in two places no i lived other places like in between i sprinkled it up you know i yeah. moved to south carolina for a few um i stayed in west virginia for a little while what what i, what? Lived, I lived in um sag what? harbor and the hamptons for a little bit but uh are yeah, you no. are you like 73 and you're not sharing your yes. secrets I used to work. I used to be a dentist. I used to be an immigration lawyer. Okay. All right. These are the, these are the stories that, that Tracy writes in her story worth. And that, 
<laughs> it's true. And this is like, this is helping me also. We have this StoryWorth program. Oh my God. StoryWorth makes it easy and fun for your loved ones to share their stories with weekly emailed story prompts, questions you've never thought to ask. At the end of the year, they'll get their stories bound in a beautiful hardcover book, strengthen your family bonds and grow closer to your loved ones with each new story. Tracy so this is what I do. Have- they, oh, sorry, they, go ahead. they send me a question like at the time I want. I'm now doing every other week. So I get the question. It's like a question that anyone can answer. What was your first job or where, where was your first place? And I liked it so much because I'm like practicing writing a book. And I'm also, I have this information. I like it so much. I got it from my boyfriend, Xerxes. And oh. now we're writing this thing. And then we're going to have a book about each other. And it's kind of stuff that like, listen, it's hard to get romance right now. He can't ask me out. We can't mm. do anything. True. We can't like, so we pretend to sip coffee and we, we write each other basically these messages of getting to know each other. Right. So this you is- could like learn about your relatives and things you may not know about them. The weekly questions, they are just entertaining, surprising, and sometimes moving. Yeah. 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 You really, you remember things and you're like, oh, right. Like that's my life. Tracy's like, I lived in North Carolina. <laughs> right. I can't I wait to read your book. <laughs> no good. No good. <laughs> I, I, I've been giving story worth to my mom. And I, one of the things I'm curious to know is that she was married before my dad. And I didn't know until, oh. uh, until I was 14. Oh. I found that out. Ding, ding, ding. And I'm like, hey, Storyworth, can you ask my mom about her earlier husband? <laughs> Are there any other kids? Because I'm starting oh. to feel a certain way about it. So, Well, that's hilarious. Guys, yeah. um, you can connect with your family and discover untold stories with Storyworth. Mm-hmm. Get started right away without the need for shipping by going to storyworth.com slash New York and you'll get 10 dollars off yeah so that's storyworth.com slash new york can we say it without a new york accent andrea you say it (laughs) storyworth.com slash new york there you go oh that was so adorable i just got like really um bonded to you i can code switch I like that. Uh, guys, this has been a really uh, definitely eye-opening episode, and I have so many more stories just like that. I cannot believe it. I'm so excited. Literally just like that. Oh, it's my always, God. It's always just the tip with you. It's just we know that there's more coming, so, yeah, we're there's ready. There's a lot more coming, guys. Suicide Make sure you- by Fire Escape is like one of the minor notes and. That was nothing. Guys, make sure you uh, check out my other podcast, uh, Teen Mom Trash Talk and 90 Day Fiance Trash Talk. And you could go to TracyCarnazzo.com for all of my upcoming events, which is actually, I have another upcoming event. I have Teen Mom Trash Talk live on Zoom. Guys, you can go to TrashTalk.Eventbrite.com for tickets on that. And please, as always, follow me on social media at Trixie Tuzini on Instagram and Twitter, and you'll find a lot of gems. Andrea, what's happening with you? Yes, you will find a lot of gems. I love fucking Tracy Carnazzo's social media. Uh, you can check out my social media at Andrea Comedy 69 on Instagram. Uh, you can check out my other podcast, The Hot Mess Comedy Hour. We are crazy over there. Uh, mm-hmm. Both the ladies have been on uh, multiple times. It's a great time. It's the only um, time she calls us ladies because, you know, we totally behave on the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. Oh, no, sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I mean, the last episode of Hot Mess, I interviewed my ex-boyfriend about his threesome. So oh, things remain. I can't wait to listen to that one. <laughs> Guess what? Andrea, you're such a psychopath. <laughs> Holy shit. 
That was actually, that was accurate. That was super accurate. Guess what? It didn't work out so well for him. LOL. Whoops. (laughs) Um, So hot mess comedy hour, check that out. (laughs) And you can check out my website, andreacomedy.com. Ooh. And if you're on the internet, I implore you to go to our website, our website, our website. It's gorgeous. It's flawless. There's so many things only in newyorkpod.com. We have a store there where you can check out our live show, which is not available anywhere else. Not available. Video. We got audio. There's also fun things like shout outs on the show, stickers, just a bunch of things that I think if you're an only. You can also, you could have. Uh, balls and sauce with us. You could have lunch, brunch. We will, uh, we could do that. We could do a virtual lunch or brunch with you guys. Yes. Check it out because you know, you want to, you know, you want to, you know, you want to psychopaths in their lives. And (laughs) where can people find you? Follow you. Uh, my other podcast is called Keith and the Girl. Um, so I basically interview my ex every day because Keith is my ex. <laughs> I like forget about that often. Me I'm like, too. What? I no. just remembered as I was saying, I was like, oh, I don't. I was about to say I don't interview my ex. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> anyway, Keith and the Girl, keithandthegirl.com. It's Keith and the Girl on any social media. My name is Chemda. It's spelled Chemda. And that's available on all the social medias too. And if you didn't catch any of that, all this information is on onlyinnewyorkpod.com as well. So like Andrea said, if you are an Only in New York head, uh, check out all the information. We want to hear from you. And we'd love that you listen and share the show. So from us to you, we love you. Oh, my God. Oh. We love you so much. We do. Uh, but we also want a five-star rating and an amazing review on any platform that you listen to us on because that is just so important to us. And make sure you buy a holographic sticker because they're the best. They're yeah. So- oh, well, what I meant is our love is conditional and these are con- the conditions. Yes. Of course. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Bold. Soul.